0: Welcome to the Dating Kinky Podcast, a cast about love, sex, romance, and kink. Over the past couple of weeks of social distancing, I've been working on Next Stop O Town, a roadmap to your orgasms and sexual release for publication in May. And it's been a bear of a project, really. Like, I teach classes in orgasm and I've been studying it for years. But I had this idea in my head, and trying to get it onto the screen was nearly killing me. Add to the International Kinky Women's Day event earlier this month, coronavirus, and a court case, I won, thank you. And it maybe caused a bit of stress. And so today's topic is about how some of us may handle stress. So, you're masturbating more now. In a lot of ways, that's a good thing. After all, it releases stress, helps you sleep better, and a host of other things. You may be discovering new ways to please yourself or new sensations. Good stuff. Plus, it takes the edge off. Yay. I'd like to bring your attention to something else to keep in mind though. Orgasm from masturbation is not chemically identical to orgasm through partnered orgasm. Now I know that some of you will say that it's better that you always orgasm harder by yourself. And that's cool. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the chemical dump that happens after masturbatory orgasm versus orgasm with another human. It's different. And that difference can be important. So orgasm releases dopamine that makes us feel good, man. It makes us feel like we accomplished something. It's also highly addictive. All abused drugs from alcohol to cocaine, to heroin, increase dopamine in one way or another. And anyone who has amazing orgasms can attest that they can be pretty damn addictive or enticing. Luckily, Orgasms also release two other things that help mitigate the immediate desire to dose up again. Prolactin and oxytocin. Prolactin provides the feeling of satiation, satisfaction, a calm and release, if you will. Oxytocin provides two things. The feeling of being connected to another person and it counteracts the addiction of dopamine. Prolactin and oxytocin are significantly lower in orgasms from masturbation than in orgasms with a partner. One study, for example, shows that only one quarter of the prolactin is released during masturbation. For example, that means that masturbation is less satisfying to start with and does not make you feel connected to others. There's more though. You can masturbate to excess. Releasing dopamine too often leads our brains to becoming desensitized. That means when we masturbate and release dopamine, when we do it again too soon because of much less prolactin, for example, we'll feel it less even when we put in the same amount of effort, which becomes a spiral masturbating more to get more hips of dopamine and feeling it less each time. It becomes a literal addiction without the dampening effects that oxytocin offers to counteract that addiction. And it's more than that. Our brains can only produce so much dopamine at a time. So if you use all those resources with masturbation, you'll lose the dopamine hits and the pleasure you receive from them because of desensitization and your drive for life activities will go way down. You could, in an extreme example, lose your normal motivation to do the usual things, like work, spend time with friends, hobbies, etc. And without oxytocin balancing your dopamine, your cortisol levels will go up, making you feel more stressed, and you'll be feeling less connected and more touchy with others which precisely mimics the effect of acute depressive episodes on the body. I'm not trying to yuck your yum at all. In fact, I posted something about this in a sex ed group on Facebook, and several people reacted as if I were calling them out personally. Someone told me to let people jack off, (laughs) as if I'm saying you shouldn't. I just believe that like any consent, informed is better than uninformed. And that if you find yourself masturbating a lot during this time of isolation, like a friend told me yesterday that he has been like four to five times per day, you might want to pay some attention to whether it actually improves your mood overall or not. And to be aware that if you're prone to depressive episodes, it might be worth moderating. Or not, it's your body and mind. I'm simply passing on the information. And I'd like to add, I don't know of any studies that compare masturbation to mutual masturbation via phone, Skype, whatever, to in-person sexual encounters with others. Our bodies seem to know when we are interacting with others. Perhaps that interaction being digital might still make a difference. I don't know. I guess maybe it's like many other things that give us pleasure. Food, alcohol, TV, everything in moderation, including moderation. Thank you for joining me today. If you loved this episode, please share it with others who would enjoy it. And please do join me on DatingKinky.com. It's built by kinksters. For kinksters, poly, queer, trans folk, and anyone not quite vanilla. And it's free. Find me on FetLife as Nookie Notes, And on Twitter, Pinterest, YouTube, Facebook, and Medium as Dating Kinky. Have a kinky day, and I'll catch you next episode.